800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. Alaska's state capital is one of many in the country to receive a bomb threat today. Today is an important day in history for Alaska. The vessel Genius Star 11 remains stable after a fire in the cargo hold. And if you're looking to get rid of your Christmas tree and wondering how, Juno Composts has a solution. But first, state capitals, universities, and other large entities around the country are being flooded with emailed bomb threats today. In the Juno area, there have been two similar threats received, one at the state capitol building and another at a church in the downtown area off of 4th Street. Juno Police Department Deputy Chief Craig Campbell says they do not believe the threats are substantial at this time. We wanted just to let the public know that we were receiving these threats here in Juno. It is a um, threat that's going across the country to a variety of places. And in case there's any questions about it, you know, Juno is, is receiving a couple of those. And we're just working with those building responsibles to determine what is the best response, if there is a response necessary. And then we're just continuing to work with the FBI office to provide them that information for as part of a larger investigation that they would be doing. The vessel Genius Star 11 remained stable after a fire in the cargo hold last week, the U.S. Coast Guard reports. The Genius Star 11 was known to be carrying lithium-ion batteries and it is currently anchored in Broad Bay near Dutch Harbor. Lieutenant Commander and Public Affairs Officer for Coast Guard District 17, Mike Salerno, says the Unified Command continues to work closely to coordinate response efforts on this incident. The vessel remains on a pre-positioned mooring ball in Broad Bay for weather avoidance, and that was based on a recommendation from an Alaska Marine pilot and the salvage master who's aboard the vessel. To comply with the ongoing captain of the port order, the vessel will also keep its pilot house manned, engines warm, and have a tug standing by to respond if the situation changes. Response resources and technical experts continue to be mobilized to the incident, but extreme weather in the vicinity of Dutch Harbor has resulted in flight delays. Members of the salvage team will remain on board with the crew throughout the extreme weather to monitor the situation and respond if needed. He adds that no injuries were reported to the 19 crew members on board or any of the response teams. The Unified Command consists of the Coast Guard Captain of the Port, Gallagher Marine Systems, and the Alaska Department of Environmental Conservation. A one-mile safety zone around the vessel remains in place. Mariners who wish to enter that zone shall request permission on VHF Channel 16. An investigation into the cause of the fire will take place once response efforts are complete. Today in history, January 3, 1959, Alaska became the 49th state as President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed a proclamation. The city and borough of Juneau is partnering with Juneau Compost to accept holiday trees to be recycled for free. Operation Manager Stuart Ashton gives more details on how to drop off your Christmas trees. We like to, this year for 2024, we will be doing it on January 26th and January 27th. Uh, that will be from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 
and you come to the local landfill, take a hard right-hand turn. As soon as you come into the property, go around the recycling building, and right in front of you, you will find the household hazardous waste drop-off, and that's where we will be taking, helping people unload their uh, Christmas trees and taking them, getting them ready to process, bring them over to Juno Compost, where they will be processing the trees and using them in their composting program. Trees must be free of decorations or other foreign materials so they can be chipped and used for composting. Wreaths or other tree-like decorations will not be accepted. Juno Douglas High School cheer team will be picking up trees to be recycled. If you would like to have your tree picked up, please contact Coach Carlene Knorr by text at 907-723-6580 to sign up. A $10 donation is kindly requested. And tonight, the Eagle Crest Board Finance Committee will meet at 5.30 p.m. to review the draft fiscal year 2025 to fiscal year 2026 budget. The meeting will take place in conference room 224 at City Hall and remotely over Zoom. Coming up, a Washington man was sentenced on Thursday for interfering with a flight crew in April of 2023. That story next when News of the North continues. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. A Washington man was sentenced on Thursday to one-year home confinement, followed by two years of supervised release for interfering with a flight crew in April of 2023. According to court documents, 38-year-old Adam Seymour of Seattle harassed and attempted to grope a female passenger seated next to him, threatened to kill a second passenger, and assaulted a third while aboard Alaska Airlines Flight 49 inbound to Anchorage from Seattle. In the course of events, Seymour told passengers that the plane was going to crash and everyone would die. With the assistance of two off-duty police officers, flight crew removed Seymour from his seat and restrained him in the jump seat at the front of the airplane. Seymour broke free from his restraints and was restrained a second time. The off-duty police officers remained with Seymour at the front of the aircraft for the remainder of the flight. Following a recommendation for a sentence of 12 months incarceration, the U.S. District Court for the District of Alaska imposed 12 months of home confinement and included a requirement to engage in community service and a two-year term of supervision. During the hearing, the court commented regarding the increase in misconduct aboard aircraft in recent years and recognized that air travel is a necessity for Alaskans and that all passengers should be able to travel free from harassment. The FBI Anchorage Field Office investigated the case, and Assistant U.S. Attorney Ainsley McNerney prosecuted this case. Bad experiences in childhood are known to have lingering and negative health effects in adulthood, according to experts from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Now, public health officials in Alaska have compiled what they say is the first comprehensive account of the prevalence of what are known as Adverse Childhood Experiences, or ACEs. The information is compiled in a 49-page bulletin recently published by the Epidemiology Section of the Alaska Division of Public Health. The bulletin summarizes results of various surveys and studies completed over recent years in a way that should allow health officials to track trends in the future. ACEs vary, ranging from relatively common events like parents' divorces to more severe events like witnessing violence and even deaths within families. 
ACEs also include economic strains, such as financial hardships and homelessness. Some ACEs are considered abuse or neglect. Because there are different methodologies and metrics, the different data sets described in the Epidemiology Bulletin cannot be accurately compared with each other, said Jared Parrish, a senior state epidemiologist. Among the lessons is that over the past decade, the percentage of children experiencing these adverse events have remained largely constant, according to the results detailed in the Epidemiology Report. 37-year-old Anderson resident Tristan Nicole Jennings pleaded guilty to theft in the first degree from the city of Anderson, Alaska. Superior Court Judge Kirk Schwalm accepted the plea and sentenced Jennings pursuant to the plea agreement to three years imprisonment with 18 months suspended and probation for a period of three years. Jennings was charged on May 17, 2023, with theft in the first degree and scheme to defraud. Jennings served as a city clerk in Anderson beginning in 2018. In May of 2023, Anderson Mayor Samantha Thompson reported to the Alaska State Troopers that all the city's bank accounts had been emptied by Jennings over the previous years. A thorough investigation conducted by the Alaska State Troopers revealed that Jennings had used a system shifting funds from one city account to another and then to her own personal accounts while keeping the records from the city's accounting firm. The investigation revealed that she had stolen $141,859.017, which was ordered to be repaid as restitution. Jennings is currently in the custody of the Alaska Department of Corrections. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jazz Garrett. For continuous updates, visit our website, kinyradio.com.